the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your Master of Ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Patchy joined this evening by our fellow cast of characters, my co-host, Dave Koch. Hey, Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. And our rotating Mickey Dude commentators, Kyle Ostrander. Dark Side Challenge Survivor. That's right. Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know? And Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Tonight, our producer, Greg Nevis, is still stuck somewhere in the parks. Probably Small World, but maybe Peter Pan's flight this time. Maybe he finally got out. We may never know. Well, he wouldn't be wasting his time if he's at Peter Pan. You shut your mouth there, Dave Koch. I throw the softball up in the air, and Dave never fails me. Thank you, Except Dave. it was that a swing and a miss because he would be wasting his time. Actually, last I saw Greg, they built some construction oh, walls you. around him. He must have been at Hollywood Studios. Excuse me, did you hear something? Yes, I heard. I, heard. I don't know. I seem to get all this uh, feedback in my microphone. Just kind of something like a really annoying buzz. I just heard some wrong statements as usual. Must be Chuck. So anyway. Uh, okay, that makes sense. On tonight's episode, we are going to do part two of our trip reports. Many of us were down in the world recently, and in our previous episode, Chuck, myself, Dave, and Greg were all talking about our recent trips, Um, and tonight we will have the rest of the guys on, and we have a special treat, because many of the guys that were on tonight, that are going to be on tonight, not me, but everybody else that is athletic, had something to do with the race down there. And in tonight's show, we are going to be talking to the guys, some were athletic, some were athletic supporters, on the race that occurred over the weekend. But first, I have to, I have a confession. You know, I'm sitting here right now, I have my Walt Disney Resorts pen that I may or may not have taken from the room. I have my Disney Parks, you know, napkin with my refillable mug on it. I really miss the place. I, I, I come home and, and, and I'm very sad, so I have to kind of keep reliving the things. But one of the main things that I can do every day is look in my refillable mug and see that wonderful coffee in there. So, Dave, what is the official specialty coffee and tea company of Walt Disney World? Joffrey's, of course. Excellent job, Dave. I knew I asked the right person. And then, Dave, I'll give you a, a follow-up question. What is the official specialty coffee and tea company of the Mickey Dudes podcast? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Joffrey's. Very good, Dave. Excellent job. You get a sticker for today. Oh, boy, could it be a scratch and sniff? Absolutely. But it would only be if it's Joffrey's coffee smell. That's it. And today I have French roast coffee, which I may or may not have gotten when I was at Kadani when the nice people kind of brought me some extras so that I could bring it home and I could have it here. I told you I missed the world very much so, and this is just another way of me bringing the world home every single day. Good thinking, buddy. Hey, I try. Every now and again, I can think. Don't uh, hurt yourself. I, 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 you're I, I already, already hurting myself right now. So, All right, so tonight, we're going to talk about um, the trip that Dave, Jeff, Chuck, and Kyle were just on. Um, so first and foremost, guys, where did we all stay? Jeff, go ahead. 
Yeah, we stayed at uh, Kidani. Uh, we're DVC members. That's our home resort. Dave. I was at Pop. Chuck. I was also at Pop. And Kyle. Saratoga. Kyle, did you use DVC? I sure did. Okay, so um, so we got a nice mix here. We got two DVC, two non-DVC, and obviously, like I said, I was just at Kidani Village recently as well. I was there a few days before um, the rest of the Mickey dudes because, um, like I said before, I'm not athletic, and these guys are athletic, and we do have one athletic supporter amongst us as well. So when we were there, when you guys were there, you know, whether it be at Pop or Kidani or even Saratoga, any place, you know, at the resort that you guys ate at or had something maybe to drink at one of the lounges or the bars or something like that that maybe stood out to you? Dave? I did no resort eating except for a banana and a Smucker's Uncrustable free race. Kyle? Um, the culinary delights at Saratoga were, uh, sucked. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to put it. Uh, That that is one way to put it. I, I... Nothing wrong with the resort itself, but the food was horrible. The best thing I had to eat was chips, like their homemade chips, which I think you can get anywhere. But I was very excited I can go to Artist Palette at 24 hours a day and get me a high lie. And I I enjoyed numerous Cigar City high lies. And and the Turf Club Lounge had the Knob Creek Disney Select uh, Whiskey. Which, if you have not tried, I highly suggest. No, I think those are two excellent, excellent recommendations. And I know on our uh, last episode, I did actually thank you, Kyle, and I did thank you, and, t- and Tim as well for pointing me into the direction of Cigar City Highlight because I do believe it may be one of the better beers I've ever had. So I was actually um, extraordinarily happy trying that. It is the best IPA on the face of the planet. Uh, yeah, I, I really believe so. So, you know, you know, we at least have that in common, you know, which is a good thing. Chuck, you got anything? We ate at Everything Pop once, and I gotta be honest, it wasn't anything to write home about. Like Kyle, I had the chips. You could get the homemade chips anywhere. They were the best part of the food. Did you get the tie-dye cheesecake? Yeah, we did, and uh, the tie-dye cheesecake was not that good. I mean, you know... Blasphemy! It is not blasphemy. There is way better (laughs) cheesecake out there. You know, I went to go get it, and anytime I went into that little grab-and-go section, it was always sold out, and they were either in the process of making some, and they said they didn't have any more today, or they'll have it in a couple of hours. And I also noticed they didn't have my King Cupcake either. Well, they did get rid of the King Cupcake, to the best that I can remember. But, you know, the tie-dye cheesecake, it was cheesecake... I'd rather get some cheesecake from Junior's in New York City. That's kind of what we made the analogy to, but uh, it was so much better in New York City. Oh, well, there's no, no comparison. Oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tough comparison. Not many things are better than Junior's cheesecake, that's for sure. Except maybe mine, but that's another story for another time. Nice Italian cheesecake out there. I mean, the best cheesecake around here comes from the Walmart, so I got <laughs> low expectations anyway. Ouch. <laughs> so... Um, but I do have a question, actually, for Chuck and Dave about Pop. Um, did have any of the review maybe staying there in a previous day or this time? Have you guys actually either tried or seen the Pop Tart egg sandwich? No, nope. Yeah, we uh, we shared it one time, um, my daughter and I. Um, it wasn't regrettable. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was not something we're going to eat again. Uh, just the, the odd, super sweet, and uh, 
uh, eggs just kind of threw us off. Yeah, that was one thing that I, I think if uh, if I'm ever in that area again, I just I, I want to just try it just for the freak nature of it. That's yeah. I saw it and I'm like, that just doesn't seem like it's going to go well. I probably won't like it, kind of like what you're saying because it's super sweet with the egg. But it's one of those things that, you know what, I might just have to do just to say, hey, look, I ate a Pop-Tart egg sandwich. So I must be losing my edge because this is the first time I'm ever even hearing about it. Really? Oh, yeah. How have you missed all you that? Know, I'm try I'm asking myself the same question. I thought I knew all things Disney. I guess I don't. You know, if Disney's listening, which I know there's good odds that they aren't, um, I have no idea why they show a picture of a nice, you know, the frosted side of the Pop-Tart making the sandwich, but they flip it when they make the actual sandwich, so the sweet frosting part of the Pop-Tart is in inside. It just, I don't know. It was just like oh. a picky thing. <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds horrible. <laughs> Yeah, that that yeah. Thinking about it that way now, I don't know if I have to ever try that. I mean, I may just I may just skip it now. Yeah, egg that does it for me. That's oh god, that's no negative. You know, just do what I did and, and have your your child eat it first. That's you know that's, that's why you have kids. Yeah, poison them first. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 your food. they're the food testers. Like, here, try this. Okay, here, safe. We'll eat it. Um, it's like sure ratatouille. Wait, make sure you wait fifteen minutes for the full effect before you dive in. <laughs> So, Jeff, did you eat anything at Kidani? Did you yes. go to Sanaa or, or go up to Jico or anything like that? No, we didn't spend any time um, with any ADRs, but there is something that I always, I don't know if very many people realize this, but it always bails us out, is Kidani in the morning in the um, just Jafaris or Jasaris, Jasoris, whatever, the, the, the gift shop, they will have a small section with uh, hot made sandwiches in the morning and usually bagel or croissant they kind of rotate this time it was bagel sandwiches with a uh, uh, ham egg and cheese and they were delicious so it's a little one of those things that bail you out on the way out heading, heading to the park yeah when i was getting the coffee in the morning when i was there uh, joffrey's coffee as a matter of fact that i saw and i i was very surprised that we they actually had it and um if we didn't have we actually had pop tarts in the room um i probably would have actually got a sandwich but you know i ate pop tarts instead all right, on to the parks. Um, did you guys, you know, notice anything different? You know, we're Disney veterans. We go there enough. You know, some people may say too much or a lot. Right, is there anything that maybe kind of this trip that was a little bit different to you? Maybe some of the construction that you saw either at Animal Kingdom or maybe you saw some of the new construction over in the studios. Um, did anything uh, hit you differently or anything like that? Dave? To be honest, no. I was only in Magic Kingdom and Epcot for this trip, so I really didn't uh, go into any of the uh, construction zones, as to say. Jeff? Well, this was our first trip. Uh, we haven't been at the Flower and Garden Festival in easily, you know, seven or eight years, and this is the first time with the, the booths, uh, the um, kiosks with the food. So we really love that because we, we've never been to the uh, Food and Wine Festival, so this is kind of like our version of like a little mini Food and Wine Festival. Uh, so we, you know, ate a lot of really cool food. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I, unfortunately when we were down there, you know, obviously it was still uh, Flower and Garden was going on, and it was um, – we didn't go into Epcot at all, but we took the monorail in. Um, just to just kind of go around the park and, you know, ride the monorail just for fun. And, we, you know, we saw the topiaries and we saw the booths, you know, we saw all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I got I really want to get down there for either that or food and wine. And I will be down in the world in October. So hopefully I get a chance to stop over at food and wine for the first time. 
That has to be such a letdown. If you're going on the monorail and you actually get into Epcot, you're so close and yet so far. I don't think I can make myself get on that Epcot monorail if I'm not going to Epcot. In one day, it's actually, we went to Kona for breakfast. And so we had to take the bus to Walt Disney World. So I was at the gates of the Magic Kingdom. Went to Kona, then got on the monorail. We're at the gates of Epcot. And then we took a bus to um, Hollywood Studios later that day. So I was at the gate of Hollywood Studios just to get on the boat to go over to the beach club. So I was at the gate of three of the parks. And um, and then the following day, I was at Animal Kingdom for something else, just catching a bus. So I was at the gate of all four parks, but only went into Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I'm weird, I know. <laughs> hey, Kyle, anything with the parks? Anything, um, anything that you saw different? Anything that you enjoyed a lot this time out? Something that might have struck you? Beside the races and running through the parks, I did not do any park time. This is what we're all leading up to. I'm trying to get through some conversating with you guys. But it seems like we're going to actually just kind of race over to this next topic get it race that that was terrible so don't do that again (laughs) so so that would be where the crickets or something comes in greg you know the sound effect you used it in previous episodes for me so it would probably go in right there so (laughs) all right um all right so let's go over and let's talk about the uh the race that you guys uh most of you participated in and some of you supported loved ones in um what Give me um, what you actually did um, for the race because, you know, there was a couple different races going on or a few different races going on um, over the few days that you guys were down there. So, um, Dave, which ones did you participate in? I did the 10K and the half marathon. You are a stud. Jeff? Yeah, so I did the same thing as Dave. Um, It's called the Dark Side Challenge. So that was the the minimum, I I guess, we were trying to do. I I have no idea why... Uh, I picked this moment to be the first 10K I've ever run, especially the first half marathon I ever ran. And to do them back-to-back was just insanity. But somehow, uh, you know, with the help of uh, Kyle and Dave, it pushed me through. All right, wait a minute. Right, let me see if I get this straight here. You've never run a 10K and you never <laughs> ran a half mi- marathon before? Uh, nope. <laughs> a challenge was my first half also. To all our friends out there and that are listening, but you've at Dave, you ran a marathon before. Yeah, but when I did my first half, I didn't do. I never did a half, and then the day beforehand, I did the Dumbo Challenge. So I did the 10K and then the half the next day. I did do a 10K beforehand, but like I was going to say before, I was interrupted by (laughs) Dave with pretty much nonsense. I love you, Dave. Um, Was the idea that most people don't do that, Jeff? So really, what kind of possessed you to do this? Well. The dark side, I guess. Uh, Star Wars uh, possessed me. We, uh, whenever they announced this, I think we, a lot of us are such big Star Wars fans. And to be in the inaugural, I think was the big, the big kicker. Um, I did, you know, come out of this really enjoying it. Uh, had a lot of fun. Eventually, <laughs> but there was definitely a lot of pain and suffering uh, <laughs> involved. So I don't, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Um, it was fun to, to experience with the the crew, so uh, we had a blast. That's awesome, Kyle. What uh, what did you participate in? I'm a glut for punishment. I did all three races, and you are the biggest stud going right now. Darn straight. <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck, uh, what were you what, what were you doing down there um, during race weekend? I went to the Run Disney Expo on two consecutive days. It was almost as intense as running a marathon. I, I don't want to compare myself to those people, but it was close. <laughs> Actually, I, my girlfriend, through the generosity of fellow Mickey dude uh, Dave here, 
she was able to run the 5k on friday morning so i was there to support her so dave uh from her and obviously myself i do want to say thank you for allowing her to use the bib for the 5k that you were going to use which was actually from kyle so i guess kyle thank you as well she really hasn't stopped talking about it since and uh it was her first run disney race the first time i've ever experienced anything like that as a spectator so that's what uh my participation was. It was my pleasure because it's always fun to make a little magic. And on top of that, I got to listen to the Mickey Dudes podcast while in Disney World for the first time. And that was just pure awesomeness while we were uh, standing there cheering everybody on. Yeah, I want to thank you for that, Dave. Uh, and while we, while I was down there, Dave texted me or um, Facebook that. I can't remember what the message or where it came from. Um, irrelevant at this point and you know he said you should really take the time to listen to the podcast while we're down there and it was it was kind of surreal to kind of hear the voices our voices um, whilst you know sitting in the world itself it was pretty cool I, di- I did thoroughly enjoy that all right boys what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna give you free reign because I know you guys got together for a meal and um, there's some stories to be be told and I wouldn't be doing it justice by interrupting um, so I'm going to turn this kind of over to you, Dave, now, because I know you set some of this stuff up and um, kind of give our friends and our listeners out there uh, a feel of what it was like to actually be there um, with the race, but also be there when the Mickey dudes got together for the first time. OK, well, first off, don't lie. You know, you have to go to the bathroom. So that's why you're throwing it over to me. But that's another story for another Shh, time. Why, 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 why you got to blow up my cover? That's messed <laughs> up. But no, uh. I have to say this was an amazing time. One thing we failed to mention so far is that Kyle and I experienced a real magical moment at ESPN Wide World of Sports towards the tail end of the 10K between miles 5 and 6. Kyle, why don't you tell them about it? All right, so there we were, like he said, between mile 5 and 6. We're on the back straightaway. There's uh, some 501st characters out there. I want to stop. However, the balloon ladies were in view and I was scared and Dave's trying to pet me up and say come on Kyle let's go and I mean granted we weren't going to get swept by then but it was just more of a pride a thing. thing yeah we were going to finish before those balloon ladies it was still scary though exactly and Dave's wearing his Mickey Mouse shirt which has his name on the back and I don't know if Dave said Kyle or something I forgot exactly what happened but I don't think I know some nice voice came out and says, are you Dave? And he turns around, uh, yeah, I love your podcast. I was and shocked. Course, I, I perked up. I'm like, what the crap? And of course I said, oh, well, thank you. This is Kyle, which brought a huge smile to her face. And um, her name was Miss Jenny. Yes. Jenny the Stunning Blonde, as we called her. And unfortunately, again... We were delirious and tired. We didn't catch her last name or any kind of Facebook or Twitter things to tag her in. But, Miss Jenny, we know you love our podcast. You're listening now. Thank you very much. We did have enough common sense to uh, snap a selfie with her because we were completely shocked. We did not think that anybody would uh, recognize us just from our voices or whatever. Uh, Considering we're a new podcast, we don't have as much of the listenership at the moment. It just was something beyond our wildest dreams. What ended up happening was uh, one of my Myler friends was a little bit behind me and called out my name. And then 
I didn't know if they were calling me, so I just kept running, and then they yelled out Dave Koch, and that's when she uh, put two and two together, and we happened to be running next to her. Ah. See, I, I blocked that out. I was, I was in pain. Yes, at that at that point, you were just trying to really kind of just get through. Uh, yeah. But that whole thing of the Dave Koch was a uh, recurring theme to poor Kyle at, this weekend. Oh, jeez. I could not go anywhere without hearing someone say, Hey, Dave, how's it going? Dave. Dave, how you doing? And, hey, Kyle, this is so-and-so. Hey, Kyle, this is so-and-so. So I met a bunch of friends, but we were sitting there at the 5K, waiting for it to start BSing for our first meeting. I, I, I crap you not, at least six people walked by us and said, Hey, Dave, how's it going? Just walking over to the Jostin Center to pick up our bibs, about uh, six or seven people that I knew just ended up uh, stopping me in the middle of the uh, parking lot. And I'm trying to have a conversation with Kyle, and poor Kyle is putting up with it because, of course, I have to be nice, and I haven't seen these people in a while. I love all these people. That's what brings me back to uh, Walt Disney World. And Kyle was very patient with me, and I really appreciate that because it was getting comical after a while. Uh, yeah, it it was because I think every we we met someone on the way up to Wild World of Sports when we entered Wild World of Sports. Each building we went to, someone said, "Hey, Dave," and I said, "Dave, I bet you on our way out we're going to meet someone that says they know you." It's like no, I've seen everybody. Of course, on the way out toward our Uber Uber car, hey, Dave, how's it going? Like I said, it's it's. It's not a bad thing. It's just funny. It was very hilarious. Then it happened the next night on the uh, on the bar crawl that we were doing uh, on the monorail loop. Yes, we saw Miss um, Jessica Raposa. Yes, Jessica Raposa and Miss Pam from Be Our Guest. Yes, yes, we did. Remember that? Yes, we did. And a whole bunch of lizards. Uh, shout out to jo- shout out to Jocelyn, by the way. Yeah, but all I got to say is everybody that Dave met and everybody that introduced introduced me to were nice, welcoming, had conversations. Um, It was just a good time meeting new people. And that's what brings me back to Disney. For me, it's not as much about the parks anymore or even the movies. It's more about the relationships I met just being in the Disney fan community. Most of my fan community uh, involvement came from Run Disney. I am a Mickey Myler, and I just joined the Be Our Guest Lizards. And it was more of just kind of through running and just interacting on uh, social media that I uh, made all these wonderful friends. Uh, I'm not as much big-witted in the, twi- in the Twitterverse, which I'm trying to be more. So I'm trying to meet uh, more of the uh, general uh, Disney fan community who has been amazing anytime I've started to make friends with them. And... It's just been a huge blessing in my life as far as that. And to be brought in for this uh, podcast, we started off because we were tweeted by uh, somebody in that community and who ended up bringing us together. Um, We kind of ended up uh, going our own way after that, but uh, we created this really great product out here that I'm very proud of. I know Kyle's pretty proud of and all the other gentlemen that we work with. And we just... uh, we're just enjoying the ride. Right, Kyle? You said it. I've got nothing for that at all. Exactly. Well, 
I'm slowly but surely learning that Disney people are the best kind of people out there. They're just so down to earth, so friendly. I'm lucky to have all these amazing people in my life. And I look at this podcast as a pure gift. So this was my first time meeting Kyle and Chuck. I had the pleasure of meeting Jeff a month beforehand down for Princess uh, Race. But it was amazing because the first time I actually came up to them, it was like I was meeting old friends that I knew all my life at that point. It was the first time meeting face-to-face, but talking day in, day out... I already knew these guys, and there was a level of comfort that you don't have meeting new people at first. I can basically just be myself completely, and they already knew who I was. It was definitely what you see is what you get, and it was just a really good feeling at that point. To the point where I was actually so excited to meet Chuck that we actually got along and didn't disagree for over two hours. That is true. Dave was the first (laughs) Mickey dude that I met at all, actually. And it was the day that you flew in, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, so Dave and I met at Pop probably, what was it, 11 o'clock at night? About that, Maybe yeah. a little bit before 10.30? About, about that time. Yeah, it, it was like talking to an old friend. Um, there was no issues. There was no awkwardness that you'd imagine. The two of us and uh, your girlfriend basically uh, hung out on the uh, patio outside um, the pool to about, two. what was it, 12.30? And we were even... Yeah, 12.30. We were hanging out in the port. <laughs> it even started it even started raining, and we're like, you know what? We're already wet. We were just hanging out. We just kept staying out in the rain and just talking. And just the level of conversation through that kind of just uh, kind of felt I had a lot in common with your girlfriend, considering uh, our stories of how we got running were somewhat similar at that point. And when I asked, well, why if you're leaving tomorrow, why aren't you just doing the 5K at that point? And she's like, long story, wasn't sure if I wanted to do it or not, and now I'm regretting it. At that point, I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's late. I have enough races at this point. Uh, I got the bib. I got the bib last minute from Kyle anyway because his son couldn't make the trip down, so I was just gonna take the bib anyway. So I figured, easy come, easy go. At this point, pay it forward. It. It was a no-brainer to give your girlfriend the bib. Yeah, and like I said, she uh, she loved that. It <laughs> it was probably the high point of her vacation, um, being able to run that race. I mean, technically what we did was illegal because uh, Run Disney, that's a big no-no, but it happens. Run Disney, get over yourself. Well, <laughs> if there's any issues, this is just going to be a one long beep, so uh, you'll know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> When you're preparing for the race and things like that, what time do you guys normally, like for a 5K, what time would you normally well, get 5Ks up? 5Ks start at 6. Yeah, I didn't go to sleep. I, I had a hard time falling asleep. And about 1230, I got a text message or something saying, hey, Kyle. And oh. it was done from there. Well, that was kind of rude. That's kind of, you know, terrible. Why would somebody Why would somebody text you at that time? I, I don't understand that. I don't know. I really the first know. bus starts at 4 a.m. And they want you on the bus. Right, but I got, I got a text at 1230. Three half hour difference. Did you get a text at twelve thirty, Kyle? I sure did. I sure did. Oh, okay. Wait, yes. Was that twelve thirty AM or PM? Just is AM. AM. Oh. The bus didn't leave. Was that me that texted you? What was that? Uh... No, 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 it was somebody else in that in your little wet. Group I texted over there. you too. Was, so was that me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you te- That was the thing. You See, texted him first, and then I'm like, okay, well, he's already up, so I ended up texting him too. I figured. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still recovering from that half an hour of sleep I had that night. 
All right, so basically, basically, we got waffle sandwiches for Tim, and we're just going to have to say twelve thirty text for Kyle, and now we all know what their trigger words are. Yeah, but go on. <laughs> so I pretty much uh, got to bed. I, I got back to the room around one, so about maybe one forty-five. I was going to bed, and the alarm went off at three thirty. I told them I would meet them at the bus stop at four. At three fifty-eight, I was stepping out of the shower. And I'm getting texts from Kyle. I'm getting texts from Chuck saying, where are you? I'm like, I just got out of the shower. They're like, okay. Um, I told them I'm stepping out of the shower. Then I get another text two minutes later. Okay, we're in the lobby. So I'm trying to not curse under my breath and wake up my roommate who is running the other races and got to bed at the same time as me. So I'm trying to do everything by the light of my cell phone to get out there. And trying to keep my cool, thinking, okay, I'm late at this point, and they should be late too. They got to bed just as late as I am. Why aren't they late? It was our last day. Uh, that's the only defense that I have. Um, so we got out, and we, you guys got over to the 5K. You guys ran the 5K, um, Jeff and Kyle. Or no, Kyle did. Um, and Chuck, your girlfriend, did. How did that go? Everybody, no problems. Everybody, you know, made that no problem. No, it was actually, that's probably my favorite race of the whole weekend. Um, it's actually the only race we spent most of the time in the park during the run. And we ran through Epcot, through World Showcase, and out the main entrance. And the best part about it, all the lights were on in the countries, and they're blasting Star Wars music through the loudspeakers the entire way. That had to be epic. It was um, I'm, I'm a tad jealous right now, I'm not going to lie. So I'll be that guy. I'm the guy standing outside the gates of Epcot. Like, let me in, and you're running through it with Star Wars music. Playing Imperial March, Duel of Fates, the theme song, some new stuff from the movies. And it was just epic, epic man. Hey, Kyle, um, was was there a lot of people dressed up for the 5K? Not really. See, I saw a lot of people at the 5K dressed in Star Trek apparel. Yeah, that was fun. There was a group of Star Trek fellas yeah i saw the group in star trek but we also saw the uh the mosley cantina band um there was a bb8 what what other costumes did a we lot see of there? r2s I think we saw, a lot of r2s yeah a lot of people running with yoda there was costumes there but i guess a whole lot less than i expected me too so you know i did the princess that the the princess 5k was our first one it was tons of costumes it was really cool i know the 5ks are more uh, like kind of fun runs, and I, I think the un- unwritten rule is they really don't sweep anybody. You can pretty much walk it in, in a pace. But anyway, fast forward, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but the 10K and the half marathon, you know, I dressed up for the 10K, but th- there were very few costumes, and if anything, they were just toned down, like racer kind of themed costumes um, that they probably just bought online, you know, that's just themed to Star Wars. But um, I don't know. Being Star Wars, being the inaugural, I thought there was just going to be like crazy costumes everywhere, but there really wasn't. Yeah, they changed the policy between the princess and the Star and that's Wars. The, I think. That was the main issue. They uh, started the new policies right before the princess race, and that I'm I'm sorry, they started it uh, for January was when they uh, brought them in, yeah. and oh, it good. just kind of just put a damper on a lot of the things that people were planning because they were not allowing it in. So. We would have saw some better right. costumes nope. had they not put the new policy in. Oh, they said they, they said no capes, didn't they? No capes. I saw a whole lot of the Boba Fett shirts and the Boba Fett backpacks like you were wearing, Jeff. Yeah. And a lot of you. I remember backpacks. two years yeah. ago in California on the inaugural Star Wars half um, marathon out there for the Rebels. We were running next to these two women who had their legs tied together, and they were running as a human at Oh, that would have been awesome. They were able to do the entire race together. They basically kept this rhythm, 
And even with their legs tied to each other, they were able to finish the race. It was amazing. And they beat us. <laughs> nice. I wouldn't brag about that. <laughs> I got passed by a service dog in a 5K. <laughs> well, dogs are pretty fast. Did he I have heard. his own bib? So, I don't know. I That would have been remember. so adorable. Was it like a lap dog? or It was like a lab mix, some kind of mutt thing. and Service dog, and there she went. Okay. All right, let's move on to the uh, 10K and the half. Um, quick question for um, me not being a runner in any way, shape, or form. How, how far actually is a 10K? How many miles is that? 6.2 miles. Yeah, I was going to say that's about 6.19 more miles than I could run, so that's kind of far. Don't let your football team hear this. <laughs> I see. That's what's great about being the football coach. I don't have to run. And being the line coach, I definitely don't have to run. So it's okay. Jeff, Dave, Kyle, how was the uh, how were the weekend festivities with the 10K A and the half? Pain in the you know what? Yes, yeah. especially the 10K. <laughs> I love how all of you. Yes. Uh. Well, Dave and I were in the last corral for the 10K, which means we actually had exactly. to run. Exactly. <laughs> and we had we had the balloon ladies in sight the entire and they were pretty much at every stop ready to sweep. They were sweeping, and they basically had um, their stopwatches out. You are 30 seconds ahead of pace. As you were passing, they were calling out your, they were calling out your times. You want to explain oh, what yes. the balloon ladies are in it's, case somebody... Uh, the balloon ladies are uh, three very supportive ladies from a local uh, running club in Orlando, and they keep a 16-minute pace, which is the minimum pace that you have to be able to keep per mile to be able to finish a run Disney race. If you get below 16 minutes, what ends up happening is you can be picked up at various points and put on a bus and taken to the finish line and you are not allowed to complete your race because Disney is a business. They need to uh, keep their parks running properly. Yes, you do run through the parks while they're open at times and they kind of herd traffic. But the other reason that they need to uh, sweep everybody is because they need to open up their roads because they have to have all of this extra money to be able to pay the police that are out there, keeping the roads closed and everything. It becomes a huge expense for Disney, so they only have them for a certain amount of time. So the sweepers are more important for keeping roads open afterwards. But I digress. The balloon ladies are very supportive. They will try to motivate you to keep keep a pace with them. And unfortunately, though, if you get behind the balloons, you can be picked up on the course at any time. Who is actually the the policing of this? I mean, those three little ladies, well, two of them were little old ladies, but and then one of them was younger. But they're not like, hey, you're out of here. I mean, how did it go down? I never really. Oh, yeah. Well, you actually gave in it, gave in a time and actually were put in an earlier corral when I sent in my time saying that I was expecting to finish the half marathon in two hours and 30 minutes. I forgot to send my proof of time from my previous race. And as a penalty, I got stuck in the last corral. With Kyle. That was the one uh, thing that was the silver lining to that. I'm just curious, how, how does that process they work They have on the these sweeping? marshals on bikes that pretty much will be at the mile markers and they'll be seeing, they'll let you know what the pace is. And then after the balloon ladies get past that spot pretty much if you're out on the road what will end up happening is they'll give a, uh, a signal to sweep and it's actually the police that actually do the sweeping 
the police come into the street, they pull the buses in and they hurt everybody and they just say, okay, sorry, everybody, you have to get on the bus at this point. And it will actually be the uh, okay. the police and the officials of Run Disney that actually do the, do the dirty work. It's not these uh, three ladies that are doing it. They're actually running the race. They're actually just a point of reference. Okay. I got to be in front of them. Yeah. There is a spot when you finally get off the roads where if they get ahead of you, they're not going to sweep you. They can pass you and you can still finish. Okay. Yeah, I, I had an inside track. I know I tweet, uh, text to you guys, but uh, I, I ended up finding out from a friend one of the uh, balloon ladies' but names. That is, so yeah, that's a big a, thing. You know, Toronto track yeah, or whatever That's it's a called, big but... thing. Everybody actually tracks the balloon ladies. Yeah. As a matter of fact, about two years ago or so, Run Disney got wise to that, and everybody who signed up to track them, they canceled their tracking at one point. So I usually make <laughs> it a point to track them right before the race starts. I just go on my cell phone and then track them then. No, we did not. Yeah, we didn't need a tracker on the 10K. No, my God. Well, you, stop, you stopping <laughs> the second time for the well, bathroom really had me freaking out at that point because I'm, I'm outside yeah, banging no, yeah, on the porta potty around too. to tip it over, being like, I'm, they're I'm, coming. I'm, here, I'm hearing Dave go... They're getting closer. He's like, they're getting closer. I'm he's like, like go, go on. I ain't gonna leave you, buddy. I'm not gonna leave you behind. They're right there. They're right there. <laughs> go on without oh me. Oh my god. Go on without me, man. <laughs> I Save wasn't yourself. gonna do that. I said I'm finishing the race with you. No, but think. And sure enough, when I got out, what I was doing, there they were. And I said some expletives and kept on running. For some reason, I'm picturing the Forrest Gump scene with uh, Forrest Gump and Bubba. I don't know. It, it about was like that. <laughs> <laughs> run, Forrest, run! <laughs> or excuse me, run, Dave, run! <laughs> well, anyway, run, that, boy! That, you know the sweeping stuff. That that's that's kind of the added stress that I could do without. That's the my biggest negative about Run Disney. And I, I understand the the reasoning behind it. It's 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 legit, but that is just an added stress that me and my wife are just like stressed out about for months. Well, you see, usually what I stuff, do is so. I run other races during the year and I really work on times because I can send in a time to run Disney then based on the times that I have on other races they actually send you uh, they send you an official time they have it on a website you have to actually send them the link to actually prove your time and what they usually do is they put you into earlier corrals now each corral has about maybe a five minute window before the next group goes and the sweepers don't actually start until 16 minutes after the balloon ladies usually cross the starting line and they usually wait about two minutes before everybody goes before they even start so you have if you're in an earlier corral you can actually keep less than a 16 minute pace and be able to continue to go on when i started on the marathon for instance the corrals went all the way back to n i started in corral d and I had a huge window. Now, granted, yeah. mile 23, they actually, no, mile 22, they caught up to me because at mile 19, I was stuck in the medical tent for about 10, 15 minutes. And I slowed down considerably. But I got to mile 24, which was the last sweep point. And I, at that point, I got so tired. I was like, ladies, I was just like, ladies, get ahead of me. And I, they passed me and I did not care. I knew I was getting my medal. I was finishing that race and crossing that finish line. I had to crawl. Speaking of medals, um, did you guys, uh, the medals that you guys got, uh, we saw a lot of the pictures of them on Facebook and on Twitter and things of that nature. 
um, you, uh, comparatively speaking to, you know, Princess or whatever, you know, I know other races you guys have done are, were these medals nicer, you know, in as same kind of in vain, like same way as the other ones or, um, what were they like? Awesome. Amazing. They're my, it's my first run Disney event and, but these medals are freaking awesome. I'll run again just for something See, like this. See, that's my problem with running. I am a medal junkie. I end up running my races based on the medal. I see the medal and then I tell myself I have to have it. And if I don't have it, I act like a spoiled little brat. So just to have another piece of bling, uh, the first uh, runner um, medal for the um, half was a spinner. Usually Run Disney does these uh, medals that have a section that kind of spins around with two different images on... uh, special occasion races, anniversaries, inaugural races, stuff like that. So maybe a five-year anniversary, a 10-year, and then for the start of a brand new race. So just knowing having a spinner for a uh, half marathon medal right there was enough to basically make me want to sign up, Star Wars or not. But I'm a little weird like that. You're a little weird for a lot of things, Dave. No worries, buddy. I'm proud of it. <laughs> All right. Um... I'm holding a half marathon medal in my hand right now. I will say my favorite of all the medals, the 10K medal is my favorite because it was a TIE fighter. And it's just yeah. a beautiful a beautiful piece of art. And, of course, I am also very partial to my Kessel Run medal, which not many people got because in order to get the Kessel medal... Congratulations, Dave. Thank you. You have to run the, uh, the Rebel races in... Disneyland in January and these uh, dark side races in Florida within the calendar year. So you're technically making your Kessel run at that point. So I got my I got me a nice uh, Millennium Falcon medal for that one. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I may never t- I, I might not ever take that one yeah, off. Yeah, that was the one I chose to wear that post race for the day. Because one of the things that you do after you finish a run Disney race is if you're in the parks the next day or wherever you are in that day and the following day, you wear your medal around the resort. And the shirts were freaking cool. Um, you know, that that was another oh, yeah. bonus. Yes, they were. As a matter of fact, that reminds me, i got to do laundry. <laughs> I'm wearing my 5K shirt right now. It's pretty awesome. All right, so all in all, I think you guys, you know, I congratulate all of you for running the races, finishing the races, getting your bling, supporting your girlfriend, um, you know, and doing all those, you know, pretty amazing things. Um, one day I did, you know, I said to my wife, it's going to be on my bucket list. I will do a run Disney event. It will probably be a 5k, but you know, you guys might be able to talk me into a 10k. You say that now, buddy, but you'll be doing a no half way, a half or a full, but yes, you, yeah. Next year, I want to see you for the challenge. <laughs> yeah, man, you could connect nope. be on the sideline yeah. like Chuck and mm-hmm. just We'll, we'll be right there together, Pat. No, no, we're all going to run together. Uh, all right, well, uh, I'll have to convince uh, somebody on that one. We'll bring the cattle prod. There can only be one athletic supporter. <laughs> that was pretty good, Jeff. All right, uh, hey, Dave, um, I think you have uh, a few things for uh, from our, our listeners or our friends out there, uh, a few reviews to read. Yes, well, I first want to say that we uh, really appreciate the reviews that we have been getting and the five-star ratings on iTunes. Uh, we ask that if you are enjoying the show, please go to iTunes and give us a uh, five-star rating and add a review. kind of helps uh, other people find us. If you're enjoying the show, share it with your friends. Please tweet out that you're listening and all that. Uh, I want to read the first two reviews that we got. Now, these came back in uh, February, but they're from two very good friends of the show. 
uh, Doug and Dennis from uh, WDW Main Street. And if you haven't listened to their show, please check them out. They're quite entertaining. Uh, we have from Doug, keep up the great Disney enthusiasm. You can tell you guys love Disney. And from Dennis, we have awesome new Disney podcast. Just listen to the first four episodes of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Really enjoy the format. Lots of different perspectives from both regular and drop-in host. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to hear more episodes. It's much appreciated, gentlemen. And we're looking forward to reading all of our reviews on the podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. All right, guys. Um... Jeff, where could our listeners and our friends get a hold of you on social media? On Twitter, I'm at BrainDud92, and uh, on Instagram, it's just BrainDo. Kyle? On Twitter, I'm at TurkeyLeg1, and on Facebook, it's Kyle Ostrander. And Chuck? You could find me on Twitter, at Chuck in the Chat, and I will be posting a picture of Dave before he got yelled at for touching BB-8. <laughs> Interesting. And Dave, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality, and you can find me at Facebook under Dave Koch. And you can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney and on Facebook at Pat Gennetti. And that's going to do it for our show tonight. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes Podcast, and you'll find all of our uh, information there. We also have a Facebook um, page as well. You can just look us up and see all our stuff there as well. So as we wrap up the show, guys, again, I want to say congratulations on doing such an amazing job over the weekend running um, and to all the Run Disney people out there. You guys are amazing and I can't wait to one day join your ranks. Next year. Everybody, ha- <laughs> Everybody have a good night and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. You're not going to say Slapshot? No, I decided not to go. That's why I said trivia question. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Really, you did it? <laughs> we should do Slapshot so we have that, that uh, little... Uh... Slapshot. Five. Four. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Dave's dying. You better get the slapshot in fast. <laughs> thank God. Oh, my God. We are how long? We're seven minutes into this show, and we have about 30 seconds of audio.